You know, when I drove here today, Daddy's car wasn't in my parking space. I wonder where she is. Hmm. Oh, look, there's a note over here. Hmm. Dear Morky Poo, I know this might come as a bit of a shock to you, but when opportunity knocks at my door, I answer it. Opportunity? What opportunity? Well, if you keep reading, you find out. I've purchased my own public access cable station. I'm sure you'll understand. Bye, love, Dotty. Wait, there's a P.S. here. P.S. If you want the ultimate entertainment experience, tune into channel 1350 anytime, any day. P.S.S. I took Zip with me. It doesn't matter where you are, when Nickelodeon let you up, better off by far, Nickelodeon. What's up, what's up, Gut Buckets? This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Manny. And this is episode 192. We're talking Wienerville DTV. We sure are. Uh, This is... After 192 episodes, Big Orange Couch's first Wienerville, Wiener, official Wienerville episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know whether to be embarrassed by that or... I, what, what What do you think that amounts to, Andrew? Um, uh, poor oversight, I guess. <laughs> we probably should have done it earlier. Um, yeah. And we, we did uh, talk about um, the pilot in the pilot's episode. Mm-hmm. Um so we did kind of touch on it, and that was so kind of underwhelming, I think, to us that um, it's taken us a while to get back. Yeah. However, we have a first-time guest with us, Manny. Hi, Manny. How are you doing? Good. Hey. Uh, several people have asked us to talk about Wienerville before, but you shared something with me that I was like, "Well, this is the this is the guy. If we're going to talk Wienerville, we got to have Manny." Uh, will you, Will you Will you tell us a little bit about like? your relationship with Wienerville? Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you like a brief story, actually. Um, Let's see. Way back in 2006, um, the episode of Ned's Declassified came out, which was uh, the Substitute Teachers episode. And Mark Wiener was actually a guest on that episode. And I'm like, it sort of sparked my interest. I'm like, there has to be more information about Wienerville on the internet somewhere. And... I remember growing up with the show. I loved it. And there was nothing. Like, I looked at the Wienerville Wikipedia page, and all it was was just a paragraph. That was it. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, there's a lot more things, you know, that meets the eye. So I emailed Mark a couple times. And I looked at the synopsis on the Wienerville.com website, and it showed that it was 62 episodes long. So I figured, like, I have some recordings at home. So... I remembered what some of the episodes were and just titled them from what I remember the episodes being about over the last 11 to 12 years. It's grown in size because a lot of fans come together on like message boards and some forms and Mm. some of them bring in their memories of what episodes aired and what episodes didn't. So as of right now, we have all 28 episodes of the first season available. Ah, cool. And That's it's awesome. really thanks to a lot of people uploading videos and I think like ripping VHSs. So I have to give a huge thank you to the people out there that rip those episodes and 
actually have them all available. Like we still have some second episode, uh, second season episodes available, but not as much. But you know, we're waiting, and sometimes they surface. And so oh. over time, it's great that Wienerville is actually noticed by, I guess, the internet at large. And sometimes uh, Nick Splat or whatever they're called now, Nick Rewind shows a couple of Wienerville things that uh-huh. Wienerville sing Wienerville things. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to say that's awesome, and I love this whole uh, initiative. Oh, thank uh, you very much. Finding these episodes, <laughs> I even awesome. uh, I even actually had a conversation with Mark. I even interviewed him uh, for like my wow. YouTube channel. And oh, wow. uh, if you ever want to see a link to that, I'll send you a link to that as well. Uh, he had some really interesting stories to tell, and me and him have a nice back and forth. Uh, going on so it's really nice to have a friend and him as well yeah cool. well where, where would people find that um my youtube channel it would be space dead man space dead man yeah d-e-d-m-a-n cool. <laughs> cool and then it, wow that's awesome so you've talked talked with mark yeah really nice guy really nice guy it seems like i'm re-watching this episode because admittedly i i haven't watched a lot of wienerville outside of probably that when we've you know just the occasional time where it might like apply to like a list episode Mm -hmm. um but mark even when you go back and looks he just looks kind of like a kid having fun like yeah absolutely i mean he even says like he was never nervous even as a child he was always a troublemaker (laughs) (laughs) he always liked being the center of attention at least that's what he tells everybody (laughs) yeah Andrew, what was what's your relationship with Wienerville like as a kid in the nineties? What was it? Um, yeah, I can't remember if I talked about it on the pilots episode or not, but um, I rem- I distinctly remember as it was coming out, seeing commercials for it coming up, um, and somehow I ended up like totally by myself some afternoon uh, at my grandparents' house, and I don't know where everybody else was, but so I remember watching the very first episode. And it was like a uh, marathon that day. Hmm. Uh, But the biggest thing about it was um, I remember from those commercials, them talking about showing cartoons during the episode. So in my head, to me, that that meant Nicktoons. So (laughs) when it came around and I watched that first episode and Mr. Magoo came on, I was just like, oh, no. There was this story going around where it said Wienerville pretty much replaced this Nickelodeon cartoon block called Cartoon Kablooey. And so Mark and his crew, they made that show to make a wraparounds for those cartoons. But in the second season, they actually started to come up with more storylines and more depth to the puppet characters. Ah. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. The second season seems like it is like a lot spottier as far as um tracking stuff the information on it i mean this episode comes from the second season um but by and large it seemed a lot harder to find yeah um yeah i i you know i had like a love-hate relationship with it and i think that that'll hold uh through like kind of how i feel about this episode which is i really like the wiener like i like the original content parts um i love you know the wienerizer or you know the (laughs) the concept of pulling people from the audience and i love uh just kind of like the small segments uh we we get a couple here but um i just as a kid i remember when 
Um, the cartoons would come on feeling kind of dismayed and disinterested. And certainly as a full grown man now, I was like, I can't, I cannot watch Elvin and the Chipmunks. Like I can't watch yeah. 1960s Elvin and the Chipmunks. Um, I'm totally with you there. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't want to stomp on anybody's good fun because I'm sure there are people who love it, but yeah. um, yeah. I, it just didn't work for me as a kid. I remember it, it, I'd like space out and I, pro- I probably turned it off a lot when that happened. So, um, yeah, just not my, and, and it takes up way more than I remember. Like the cartoon segment of this episode was 10 minutes out of the 24. Yeah. yeah. Some episodes vary from like different sizes and stuff. Uh, I did try to search, um, in the episodes that we were considering watching, I did try to look for, to see if one had like the least amount of cartoons, but yeah, they all seem to be around like 10 to 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they did one, I feel like that would have been a better compromise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, or uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we're going to say, or none. Yeah. Uh, no, no. <laughs> one, they usually, they didn't have very many storylines. Uh, I think that you could tell that they're just inventing the show as they were going. But, oh, for um, sure. According to Mark, um, if Wienerville would have had a third season, the cartoon shorts would have been out and oh. it would have been like the uh, TV specials. But Nickelodeon uh. kind of phased it out uh, because they were changing their style from family friendly to more edgy and more subversive shows. And they were mostly focused on the Nicktoons. So Wienerville mm-hmm. kind of was phased out. That's sort of the reason why it got canceled. Right on. Well, um, you know, Manny, maybe you could speak to this. Uh, Well, like Andrew said, we're talking DTV. That's what it's called. DTV. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's season two, episode 25, the 53rd episode. I mean, they packed these seasons full. Um, However, the date was really hard to to track is that is that true manny like the dates are not well documented yeah they're really not well documented i mean i remember um and 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 i have to be thankful for the youtube uploaders too because some of them upload stuff that has the dates on it and everything Mm. i recently found that season two premiered on march 21st of 1994 but (sighs) all the episodes are not in sequence they're all out of sync and i don't i honestly don't know i know the first week of the show but after that i don't remember the date at all (laughs) yeah well i i tried to approximate i was trying to like figure out the average (laughs) and we we haven't talked about either july or august of 1994 which is when it seems like it would have fallen yeah um so i just randomly picked august (laughs) that's fine so let's you guys want to take a look back at august of 1994 oh yeah sure let's do it all right uh well so that month uh in history uh howard stern drops out of the new york gubernatorial race which to me was just a very 90s sentence like howard stern running for governor of new york hey robin what's with this guy (laughs) um Members of Major League Baseball Players Association go on strike, leading to the cancellation of the 1994 season and World Series for the first time since 1904. Oh, yeah. Um, This was a weird one. Uh, Miracle, which is the name of a white buffalo, an extremely Hmm. rare all-white buffalo 
was born in Janesville, Wisconsin. And uh, according to my research, Miracle is still alive. Really? Um, and she is still the only all-white buffalo in the world. I wow. never knew that. <laughs> <laughs> apparently one was born in 2012 but passed away uh quickly wow Um, okay so yeah so shout out to miracle yeah shout out Uh, to miracle (laughs) uh that month dna testing links oj simpson to the murder of nicole simpson and rodden goldman uh another very 90s kind of moment absolutely Uh, the first ever uh, Japanese gay, pari- gay pride parade is held that month in Japan. Huh. Um, and then a place where I've spent a lot of time, uh, the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, formerly known as Quicken Loans Arena, formerly known as the Gund Arena in Cleveland, opens. That's where the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers play. Wow, interesting. Um, <laughs> so that, that's uh, that. TV. Uh, we have the premiere of Inside the Actors Studio, Ooh. a real classic. Yeah, totally. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, what was his name? Um, James Lipton. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Brothers Grunt on MTV premieres. Ah, I'm a, maybe the only fan in the world. Seems like <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard of that one. <laughs> I I'm having trouble even remembering it, but I do like I specifically put it on here because I'm like I'm pretty sure Andrew liked this show. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Nice. Uh, a more popular show on ABC premieres, My So-Called Life. Oh, man. Hmm. I never could uh, get into it. Yeah. I, I kind of tried. I feel like... We were pretty young at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've tried in uh, years since. Oh, okay. Um, but <laughs> something about the feel of it. I, yeah. Almost like, like a Melrose Place type of thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. A little melodramatic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, shows that end that month, Droopy Master Detective, which I I'd never never seen, but uh, that I exists. Like it. Oh, it exists. All right. <laughs> it seems like it would have been a good cartoon for uh, Wienerville. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and America's Funniest People uh, also hmm. ends that month. Um, uh, music number one singles for three weeks. A song that I really loved, uh, "Stay." I missed you by Lisa Loeb. Wow, yes. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you, eight-year-old Joey was getting, like, real emo with his headphones on, listening to Lisa Loeb. Uh, <laughs> and uh, for, time, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh, and it wouldn't be the 90s if for one week Boys to Men didn't have a number one single, and that would be I'll Make Love to You. Oh, my God. I love that song. Uh, that this morning, actually. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, And that song is number one because uh, that month, Boys to Men released an album which is, like, chock full of number one hits. Um, Prince also releases an album, Usher, The Jerky Boys. Yes! Uh, (laughs) I love The Jerky Boys. We haven't really talked about The Jerky Boys on this uh, podcast. Andrew, did you like The Jerky Boys? Uh yeah, I was into it. I mean, what? Oh my God, what, what... I gotta talk to somebody about what? <laughs> what what prepubescent '90s boy didn't love the jerky? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that was like the beginning of like crazy stuff happening. It was like one of those yeah. first things that was uh, pushing yeah. the limits. It was like Howard Stern and Jerky Boys at the same time, kind of <laughs> yeah. blowing our minds. Um, yeah, uh, Bare Naked Ladies released an album that month. Uh, Public Enemy, Toadies. Rusted Root, Dinosaur Jr., 
Uh, Jeff Buckley uh, releases the album Grace, which has, of course, the Leonard Cohen uh, cover of Hallelujah. Oasis released their debut album, Definitely Maybe, which became the fastest selling album ever in the United Kingdom. So that's a little bit about music in August of 1994. Movies, uh, we have two number one movies that month. Uh, for two weeks, we have, or I'm sorry, three weeks, we have Clear and Present Danger. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, two weeks, Clear and Present Danger. For one week, we have Forrest Gump. And uh, it should be noted that this would, Forrest Gump had already been out seven weeks when it pops up as number one again. Wow, that's <laughs> impressive. Yeah. yeah, and it would be number one again in September. Like, it would just keep happening. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> People love them for his gun. And then for one week at the end of the month, Natural Born Killers, which kind of blew my mind that Natural Born Killers was number one. Yeah, that is weird. It's like a weird movie for people I, to like go in masses to see. Audiences <laughs> yeah. were so different back then, right? Like that couldn't sure. exist nowadays, right? No, <laughs> no, it would be at like two screens on like indie movie theater. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, other movies to come out that month that were not number one: Airheads, mm, love um, The Little Rascals, <laughs> also great. <laughs> in the Army Now with Pauly Shore. Uh, Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, Blank Man. Mm, great, yeah. Yeah, and Camp Nowhere. Oh, my wow. God. This this might be the best like <laughs> list of movies we've talked about yeah, like, since we started. All of those are actually really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I had noted that of, of those uh, five, I had saw four in the theater, and just thinking about them, like, I was way too young to have seen, <laughs> like, like, I probably shouldn't have seen In the Army Now or Blank Man. Oh, but come on. It was a fun time, wasn't it? Yeah. Look, it's my just... very first R-rated movie was There's Something About Mary. So, And I was yeah. like 10 years old at the time. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had a similar experience uh, with some, There's Something About Mary. Really? Uh, I forget. We like went for somebody's birthday. Um, hmm. You don't remember this? No, I must not have invited. <laughs> uh, no, you were definitely there. Okay. One of our birds. Anyway, I saw it in the theater, but I guess maybe I don't remember yeah. with who. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then finally, uh, video games. Uh, Shiny Entertainment releases Earthworm Jim. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Yep. And Electronic Arts releases The Need for Speed for 3DO, <laughs> which begins the most successful racing game <laughs> franchise of all time. Yeah. A very successful system. <laughs> yeah. Yo, who could forget? <laughs> hey, I love playing Twisted at Best Buy. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's a little bit about August of 1994. Shall we talk a little bit about DTV? Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Cool. Uh, so Dottie is in her office reading Broadcasters Weekly when she discovers an ad for the sale of a cable access station. Oh, looky, looky! Here's an ad here for a cable access station for sale. Price reduced for quick sale. Act fast. Cheap! Hmm. Oh, Zip, come here! What's up, Daddy? Get my piggy bank. We're moving on up! Okay, Daddy! Wow, my own TV station. Here's my chance to give the people exactly what they want. More Dottie! I can see it now. 24 hours a day of yours truly. I'll call it DTV. All Dottie all the time! She immediately orders Zip to get her piggy bank so she can buy the station in order to give people exactly what they want. More Dottie. <laughs> I generally agree with that as far as uh, Wienerville. You know, yeah, you I love like Dottie. You're, you're a Dottie fan? Yeah. Your favorite? 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's close. I do love, like, some, I do find uh, Mark Wiener's head on these um, puppets quite humorous still, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, you don't... <laughs> no, 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 no. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I bet you, like, let's see. I, t- I also talked to Ray Abruzzo, who was also a head writer on the show, and he yeah. said every Dottie segment was, like, one take. So I think some <laughs> of them, you can tell that sometimes they want to start laughing, or Mark wants to start laughing, yeah. but, you know, can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was very interesting doing makeup for that, too, as well. <laughs> for yeah, sure. definitely, um... You know, I guess we should have led with this. This episode, the reason we ultimately, I think, picked it is it was good quality, but also yeah. um, it features the cast of Clarissa Explains It All. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and cool. you can definitely tell those segments are not scripted for the most part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, you like probably one or two takes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they definitely seem cool. like they're flying by the seat of their pants. Yeah, I could tell that they're having a lot of fun, especially with Joe O'Connor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Manny, did you you have a favorite Wienerville character, like a go-to? I don't know. Um, I mean, Boney probably would be the obvious, but I really mm-hmm. like I really like Socko, and yeah. Dottie could be always very funny as well. But I think I would say Zip because he yeah. takes yeah. so much. <laughs> so much yeah. abuse and he always yeah. have to do, he always does that scream and he always goes through the wall oh yeah good times. Great. Good times. a lot of zip screaming in this episode yeah <laughs> um or laughing i guess i should say less screaming more laughing oh yeah um, <laughs> um we also should say last episode if you listen we thought we were going to do zip stuck in vcr uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Just because we love the title so much, <laughs> but I don't know. We wa- I think we both watched it and we're kind of like, this probably isn't like the best one. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it just kind of seemed like uh, I was. I guess I was hoping the premise would like carry out through the whole episode, and it yeah. just didn't seem like it was maybe focused on that so much. Yeah. Um. So we moved over to DTV. All right. Sorry to no, cut you off. No problem. Um, so when Zip gets back, he accidentally smashes the bank over his head and Dottie welcomes us to the show. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know what? I really like the Wienerville, um, intro music. What's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Wienerville. <laughs> so yeah, it's, electronic, it's, right? <laughs> yes. It's really got a good 1994 feel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Having ripped all the tape out of a VHS, Baby Jeffrey introduces Mark, and Mark mentions that on his way into the studio, Dottie's car was missing. Um, I just want to note, uh, this is the only appearance of Baby Jeffrey in this episode. It's like three seconds long. Yeah, so he does the introductions. <laughs> um, Mark discovers a note left for him in Dottie's office, and it reveals that Dottie went off with Zip to start her own show. When Mark goes to start Wienerville, he finds a strange TV set up in the studio, and he tunes into DTV just in time for a news bulletin. In the news today from Washington, the president was unavailable for any business because White House insiders say he was glued to the TV all day, eating donut burgers and watching the new broadcast phenom, DTV. (laughs) While eating his donut burgers. (laughs) Yes. Bill Clinton yeah. just can't get enough. 
Hey, Hillary, give me another donut, Bert. <laughs> you got to see this daddy. <laughs> um, afterward, we're treated to an episode of Alvin and the Chipmunks called Strolling in the Park. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff, right? <laughs> While visiting the fair, the Chipmunks come across an old Nickelodeon machine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and they sing along with the music to while strolling through the park <laughs> during their song the chipmunks each find handkerchiefs and return them to their owners while Alvin and Simon end up finding girlfriends Theodore winds up making a new cat friend sure Man. I just love that you went into such detail explaining the cartoon that's great <laughs> Andrew, Andrew leaves no stone undone. I love it I mean <laughs> And if you haven't watched this, this cartoon was like six minutes long or something. Um, Elvin, Elvin's was like three and a half. Oh, three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just nothing happens in it. I mean, I hate these old cartoons for this reason. It's like just nothing. One concept and yeah. then like the least amount of animation they can do. And it's really all singing. And, yeah, and, yeah. and um, you know, the old Elvin, those recordings are just a little like... I mean, after oh, like, 30 God. seconds, I'm kind of done with it. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, hearing Dave's voice sped up is just... It'll get to you, man. It'll <laughs> you know, um, uh, uh, someone who's been like a great supporter of us on Twitter and has written a little bit about our podcast, um, Al Daniel, uh, he messaged us on Twitter and he said, if Nickelodeon were to re- reboot Wienerville in this decade, the passport to Playland, um, which, you know, he pretty much he was asking like what if they were to remake it, what like maybe 90s cartoons or modern cartoons do you think would make for um, a good uh, yeah. passport to Playland? Mm, that's a good question. Can we have well, Cartoon Network shows? I think I think I see. I think it would be open to any channel because obviously Nickelodeon is you know Kablam or not Kablam. Um, <laughs> Wienerville's playing like acquired shows yeah yeah um i thought kablam just as like you know because those are really tightly shorts those are good tight shorts yeah i mean prometheus and bob was always good yeah oh yeah that'd be good um i honestly would have loved just like a random nicktoon in the middle of the episode and then that's it you know like doug or the rugrats or something yeah just whatever like Like, that would have been great um no 12 minutes uh, well, that's how much uh, cartoon like was in this episode. Yeah, that's true. Um, so just one of those, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, or sort of like cut in half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also just just some other shows that like recent, some other animated things that have recently been good. Uh, regular show. Oh my Marvelous. god, you read my mind. <laughs> I was thinking regular show. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack, Adventure Time, Gravity Falls. Oh my I god, think. yeah, Gravity Falls is great. <laughs> All very cool, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, literally almost anything from any other era and any other producer of cartoons would have been preferable. Cow and chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, um, well, I was thinking 90s and like something that was could be really short and tight. So like Animaniacs or Tiny Toons had good little segments. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, right. Really, really tight. That's true. Um, 
But I was thinking, like, at this point, Animaniacs and Tiny Toons is probably, like, the same age as, like, some mm. of the stuff Wienerville was showing. So it would probably seem, yeah. like, ancient to kid, modern kids be like, what is this? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not 3D. It's 2D drawing. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you may be right. Um, but it's this an, isn't Paw Patrol. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting concept, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so when we get back to the studio, Mark tunes back into DTV, where Zip introduces Schmoozing with the Stars. Mm. Dottie's first guess is the actress who plays Janet Darling, Elizabeth Hess. It's time for Schmoozing with the Stars, and he's Dottie! Thank you, thank you! because my guest today plays Janet Darling on the hit series Clarissa Explains It All. She's beautiful, she's blonde, and she's bodacious like me. Will you please welcome Elizabeth Hess? (laughs) Welcome to the show, Elizabeth. Welcome. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, Dottie. Oh, you look beautiful. Look at that hair. Look how long it is. Oh, well, (laughs) I've had it for a few years. Now, your nickname uh-huh. is Raz. How did you know that? The writers told me. <laughs> Why? Um, well, because I have a, a real weakness for raspberries. I love raspberries. We, we have a little treat for you here today. Ah! Raspberry pie. Oh, 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 Daddy, that's fabulous. <laughs> And they actually have a pie there for her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dottie brings out that pie. um, And they like eat it pretty humorously. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With the puppet hands. Yeah. Manny, is there other moments in Wienerville where they have like guest celebrities, stars? Um, Not that I remember. I think sometimes there would be celebrities that would be wienerized. Like they had Huey Lewis and they had Dr. Joyce brothers on one episode. (laughs) And um, um, on the specials, they had um, John Tesh uh, from entertainment tonight. (laughs) Oh, we know who John Tesh is. Okay. Well, you know, (laughs) but I think as far as I know, not really. They didn't really have a lot of guest stars being wienerized. All right. Yeah. 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 It was pretty exciting to see the Clarissa people there. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. I think like since they were shooting around the same time, I think it's just yeah. nice that Mark and their crew had a great repertoire with the other shows that filmed in Orlando around that time. Yeah. And you could tell the Clarissa cast was loving it. Yeah. They seemed oh, yeah. to be having a good time. I kind of wish they would have showed them and their, you know, them completed, you know, because they have sean o'neill on there and jason's yeah they didn't even show those it was like glimpses that was it yeah i did note that that was a pretty strange element especially as someone who like after the cartoons was like god make these end and then realized (laughs) they had shot stuff with jason and the kid who played sam i'm like why didn't they show us that i would love i would love to see that yeah, it's just yeah, a brief glimpse, been... like almost like a, a commercial preview where it's like coming up, but it never comes up. Yeah. 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 Makes me wonder if uh, Ross Bagdasarian of the cartoon fame uh, <laughs> had like financed the show or something. 
<laughs> so he could get his cartoon scene. You're like, no one's gonna see anything of Wienerville. <laughs> Yo, Alvin and the Chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's Magoo or nothing. <laughs> I was kind of bummed we didn't get a Magoo. I, I'd prefer Magoo over Alvin. Yeah, I, I do yeah, for sure. now and then. Yeah. <laughs> um, in uh, back in the Wienerville studio, Mark insists that he's happy for Dottie creating her own successful TV show, but he seems like he might be hiding his true feelings. Dottie's next guest is none other than Clarissa herself, Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa, there is a very special girl named Rebecca who would love to have your autograph. Would you give her an autograph picture, please? Oh, well, I don't have a picture. <laughs> we do. Stage hand. Oh, well, I don't have a pen. <laughs> we do. Stage hand. <laughs> uh, stage hand. The stage hand brings out a picture and pen to sign but Melissa drops the pen and can't manage to pick it back up. <laughs> and Zip laughs. <laughs> oh, Zip laughs. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny, the pen thing. It was very nice. Yeah, Rebecca's yeah. one of uh, Mark's um, uh, daughters, actually. So oh. Did that. That's cool. See, Manny? You yeah, may really have, bring it. You in. may have just added to the rating on this episode for me. Did I really? <laughs> <laughs> um. Since the name of Melissa's show is Clarissa Explains It All, Dottie asks for an explanation of the Big Bang Theory. Melissa gives a decent summary of the concept, and Dottie is blown away before going to commercial. No pun intended. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, When the show comes back, Dottie is already schmoozing with the man who played Marshall Darling, Joe (laughs) O'Connor. He's just in heaven. He's loving it. Yeah. Still watching Dottie schmoozing with the stars with Joe O'Connor from Clarissa Explains It All. <laughs> oh, Joe, oh, You know, look, I gotta tell you this. Tell me. You know, of all of the actors on Clarissa, yeah. I really don't like you the best. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. I bet you say that to everybody. No, just you. <laughs> Thank you. That's a Lulu, Daddy! Oh, that's really great. Thank you, Dottie. You're beautiful, babe. Oh, no, you're beautiful. No, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. All right. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, they look like they had fun doing that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, the two flirt for a while, and Dottie tells the punchline to a joke that makes Joe spit his coffee out. <laughs> This is pretty funny, too. The way he, like, sips his coffee out of the miniature mug. Yeah. (laughs) I can't tell you how much fun I'm having. (laughs) Well, listen, Joe, you've been great at us having you on the show. Lots of success. Thank you for schmoozing with the show. Thank you, Dottie. This has been Dottie with Joe O'Connor. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Gotta hand it to Dottie. DTV is catching on. All Dottie all the time, 24 hours a day. I mean, what else can she do? Um, after this is when Zip teases an appearance for Sean O'Neill and Jason Zimler. But we never get to see that. Yeah. Um, they almost should have just turned this episode into a two-parter if they had to. You know? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, they really should have. Um, wondering how long Dottie can keep this up, 
Mark flips through some of her other programming. It's spring break here on DTV down at Daytona Beach. Party on down. Woo! Hi, I'm Judge Donnie, and join me on The Puppet's Court every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Everybody loves DTV. Keep those letters coming in. I love Donnie. Wednesdays at 8.30 on DTV. Well, I guess there's nothing Dottie can't do. I'm happy for her. Really? As Mark tries to cope with Dottie's new fame, the studio alarm goes off, and he picks two audience members to be wienerized. I need two new citizens for Wienerbound. Who wants to be wienerized? Bernie, bring out the wienerizer. Yes. So exciting. Yeah. I do want to add on to something that you just said. Yeah. Those, um, those different channels, those were actually parts of different episodes as well. Oh. Like the Daytona Beach episode or uh, uh, channel, that was yeah. from um, when Dottie was burned out and she left <laughs> to, to go on vacation. And the other one, Judge Dottie, that was when it was Pops versus Louie. Um, uh. I think it was, I think Louie was, Louie was upset about Pops burning his lunch or something. I think I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing from like 20 yeah. something years ago. <laughs> And the other one, Letters, that is from the Magic Lamp episode where Dottie wished that she was rich and famous. <laughs> and I love, uh, I love Dottie. That was from the Variety Show and Sitcom episode, um, wow. which ironically is the 1,000th show Nickelodeon Studios filmed. So that was a really special, special episode. <laughs> and I think it was the last one they shot, I think. Wow, that's a lot of interesting information. Jeez. <laughs> and actually, it makes me feel a little bit better about the episode because I was thinking, how could Dottie be in all these places at once? But now it's like she had the programming ready to go. Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, love it. Um, while the contestants are being transformed, we're treated to another cartoon from the Elvin show, Clyde Crash Cup, This Is Your Life. Treated, you say. Yep. <laughs> I feel bad for Clyde in this episode. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll get into it. Um. All, all, Clyde, all, eight, all seven and a half minutes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Clyde receives a call from the National Association of Conglomerated Scientists to give a speech, but his assistant Leonardo isn't invited. When Clyde shows up for his speech, he's shocked to discover that he's actually on an episode of This Is Your Life. The announcer recounts some of Clyde's biggest blunders, followed by visits from a teacher who hated him and an old college football pal who pays him back for ruining his playing career. Even Clyde's old dog and a woman who's supposed to be his mother are annoyed to see him. The only person happy with him is his trusty assistant, Leonardo who explains that he set the whole thing up and that the woman is his own mother who he flew in to take advantage of the free plane ticket. <laughs> Good Lord. So beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I mean, I, I guess I liked this a little bit more than the first segment, except that it was longer, so that was worse. Yeah. I mean, double the length, um, yeah. but there was no singing, so that was... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but very poor. 
Yeah, the first like three and a half minutes, I'm like, is there going to be something funny that happened? <laughs> yeah. so, like, what What is the part the kids like? Yeah. I don't understand. That is the jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I've never even heard of Clyde Crash Cup before this, uh, for the record. I don't know if you guys have. He looked familiar to me, but I don't know if I, I don't know. Uh, back at the studio, the audience members have been wienerized and their kids, Tamika and Brian, are ready to play pie chart. Hmm. After a fierce tossing of pies, Tamika wins the golden hot dog and the moms are topped off with slime. The kids hit the mommies. The kids hit the mommies. Okay, let's see who won the game. Annie and Tamika won. Okay, our runner-up receives the silver hot dog. Our winner receives the golden hot dog. Kids, what do you say? Give the parents a special topping? Oh, no. Yeah, give it to them. Um, I just want to note that I would love to have a golden or silver hot dog. You think they got Very to keep cool. them? I think so. I mean, it looks so small and, like, kind of chintzy, like... You know, why they're, not give it Interesting enough, they're actually available on the Wienerville.com website. Whoa. What? There's okay. a Wienerville.com website? <laughs> yeah, you can buy t-shirts, bony masks, uh, you know, for COVID. And uh, oh, really? Yeah, silver and golden hot dogs. Oh, man. Great t-shirts. Oh, my. I love it. Hold on. I'm, I'm definitely pulling, checking it out. I'm pulling I this have, I actually have two myself, actually. So. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. There is a Wienerville. What? I mean, it doesn't look. It looks like it was formatted in the 90s. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so cool. <laughs> is it like, is there a shop? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a shop. Um, I see it. Wienerville store. And who's that oh, handsome guy right there? <laughs> wow, that's you. You're on the website. Oh. <laughs> that's the same you, you're the model for the washable bony mask. Yes. <laughs> wow. Are you making this stuff? No, no, that's that's Mark himself. He is making those himself in his, I think, is a sewing shop, I believe. <laughs> wow. Um, all this... go to charity. Oh, that's <sighs> awesome. This Wienerville shirt is kind of legit great. Um, yeah, they're very nice. There's there's one here that has Zip and Boney on it, it looks like, and says, Welcome to Wienerville Live. Yep. There's another one that says, I'm Boney, I'm Boney, leave me alone <laughs> with Boney on it. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, this Wienerville hat. There's like a teal... <laughs> Wienerville hat. It is the most 90s thing you could ever get, I'm sure. Where that was your windbreaker. <laughs> yes. It, it really is super 90s. It also has bony, like, etched into the hat. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's only $10? Yes, sir. We have a Wienerville poster here. Uh, the original Wienerville poster of Cocktail Frank and his weenies. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, 20 bucks for that. Uh, yeah, a couple posters. Sorry. Uh, what yeah, else we got? Uh, Wienerville Live Folder. You can get a folder for school. There it is. The Golden yeah. the golden Hot Dog Award. <laughs> $65, $65 plus $10 shipping. Oh, boy. I 
I'm, I finally had to pull it up. Um, it is a bit <laughs> pricey, but I promise you, it's it's really nice. <laughs> this is amazing. I, I'm oh, man. I might have to get a golden hot dog. <laughs> oh. Wow! Please this send me a picture is... if you guys get it. <laughs> yeah, this, I really like this Wienerville tote bag kind of. Man, this, this is, is so cool. This is, like, good, this is good podcasting, right? Us just shopping for Wiener. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the folks listening can shop along, right? <laughs> Scroll with us, won't you? <laughs> yeah, he uses PayPal, oh, so it seems super easy to buy. Man, I, I will say I am suddenly... Um, after this episode, I'm really feeling like we've been selling Wienerville short. Um, <laughs> they just like... Well, we haven't been super negative. No, but we haven't been maybe giving it the credit it deserves, I feel like. And, and um, you know, in our defense, I think a big part of it is just that the cartoons take up half the episode. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, but I love all this stuff. I love that there's still a website. This is amazing. Yeah, it's it's really neat. And plus, I mean, if you ever want to talk to Mark, he's, uh, his email's right there. And that's how I got in touch with him back in 2006. And we've kept in touch ever since. Yeah. That was so cool. Yeah, I'd love to talk to Mark. Um, cool. Well, thanks thanks for bringing that to our attention. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, 100%. You're welcome. So cool. Um, where, where were we? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Clayland. And, uh, oh, yeah, they won the hot dogs, yeah. yeah, yeah. Winners and the uh, runner-ups. <laughs> um, after the pie throwing... Mark finds Dottie back in her office, and she explains that she was bought out by a media mogul who wanted the airwaves all to himself. And who was Mark that? And Do- <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. What happened to DTV? All Dottie all the time, schmoozing with the stars. Oh, Mark, that was just a phase. This is where I really belong and want to be. Really? No, but it sounded good. Actually, I was bought out by some media mogul who wanted the airwaves all to himself. Wow, I wonder who that was. Bonnie's World! Bonnie's World! Bonnie's World! Captain Spirit's Spirit's excellent! Party on, Zip! Party on, Bonnie! Extreme (laughs) close-up! Hit it, Frank! Uh, Mark and Dottie wonder who it could possibly be, and the camera cuts to Boney's world. Where he and Zip do an extreme close-up from the couch. <laughs> I love that it's just der- like it's not even like kind of being coy about being a Wayne's World thing. It's just yeah, like yeah. straight up, here's a Wayne's World joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I do love Zip sitting on the couch. Yeah, um, yeah. Like that's a perfect matchup. Yeah. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Really, uh, <laughs> we. Uh, I mean. The crowd comes out, the audience comes down into the studio for the credits, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is fun. Um, I know, I was thinking, like, I kept watching the shots where Mark's sitting in the crowd with the kids and being like, man, I would be so jazzed if I was one of those kids. (laughs) And they look so chill, like, they don't don't even care that he's sitting next to them. Like, what are you you guys, crazy? Yeah. Living living legend sitting next to you. (laughs) They were given Ritalin. It was popular at the time. <laughs> Everybody calmed down. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does end. And I, I will say, like, when it ended, I was like, wait, like, I thought there was something wrong with the episode we watched because I'm like, they didn't show Zimbler 
they didn't show Ferguson or Sam. Oh, yeah. so I, I was like rewinding and seeing if I like blacked out or something. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no. I yeah, I think it was just all that stuff was pre-shot. So yeah, like I think yeah. everything was being watched by that TV. Okay. Yeah. I would love if somebody uh, went through the Nickelodeon archives and started uploading stuff like this to YouTube. Yeah, it'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Um, well, should we get into some of the stuff that went into this, Andrew? Sure. Hi, this is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Um, so I took a look at a couple of the people that are involved in the show. First, uh, the voice of Zip, Scott Fellows. Uh, Wienerville is his only acting credit, uh, but he was also a writer on Wienerville, Disney's Doug, Figure It Out, Kablam, Kids' Choice Awards, 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd, and Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, okay. Um, so that was just interesting, I thought. Like, um, somebody that was pulled out of the writing room, I guess, for yeah. one role. You know. Yeah. Um, and also just took a, a brief look at Mark Wiener's, uh, um, acting career. And, uh, I was surprised that it started with SNL in 1981, uh, with his characters, Rocco Wienerette and Ween Dula. Yep. <laughs> Wait, he was on SNL? Uh, apparently. Yeah, he was a, I think he was a writer and a performer. Like he performed as Captain Bob character for the audience as well. Wow. Interesting. And uh, Very cool. I think he used like boxing puppets, like sort of like the Sako puppet in a way. Yeah. Um, he's also uh, been doing voices for Dora the Explorer and uh, the other one, Manny, or that, the other show that's like kind of linked to Dora the Explorer. Um, so he, he, he's been doing that in the years since. Um, What's it called? Is it called Manny? I thought Manny was in the title, but now I'm... Oh, Diego. I, I sh- oh, Diego. Diego. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I took a look at the director of the episode. Uh, that is a gentleman by the name of Scott Preston. Uh, Preston, this was his first directing gig, Wienerville. He worked on nine episodes oh. uh, of Wienerville. But uh, he moved on to work on The Chris Rock Show. Uh, he was the director on over 400 episodes of The Daily Show uh, the, wow. during oh. during the Kilbourne years. No kidding, uh, really? Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, he directed on The Montel Williams Show. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's really one of the most eclectic resumes, I think. It really is. Yeah. Wow. He directed wow. on both Dinner Impossible and Restaurant Impossible. <laughs> And I, I'm a huge, I'm a huge restaurant possible fan. Rob, Robert, oh Robert Irvine can, um, he can work a miracle folks. Uh, he, uh, directed a different spin with Mark Hoppus from Blink-182, which I assume was a MTV show. Um, wow. and he currently, uh, directs on the Rachel Ray show. I think that's something. Yeah, so he seems to kind of thrive in live or studio audience type yeah. television. Um, yeah, so that's a little cool. bit about Scott Peter, uh, Scott Preston, excuse me. Uh, Andrew, trivia? Yeah. Um, I One thing that I noted is apparently the number 1350, uh, the DTV channel, is a running gag throughout the show. Um, I don't know if you have any... Um, 
Manny. Oh, that's why I was saying Manny. Okay. Oh, it's it's true. Yeah, like even the channel was thirteen fifty. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't get the joke except that it's recurring. Yeah, I don't I don't get the joke either actually, but yeah. it's throughout everywhere. Sometimes it's splattered all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I only noted that both uh, the Elvin and the Clyde Crash Cup segments both originally aired in 1961. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. 30, 33 years prior. Yeah. Um, I don't know how interesting this is, but both of the segments seem to come from different episodes of the Elvin show. Oh. Okay. Just, you know. huh. I do have something interesting to say about season two of Wienerville. Oh, cool. Um, it had forty episodes, and it filmed November twenty third till February fourteenth. Um, oh. ninety three to ninety four. So man, they were wow. they, they were cooking. Yeah, yeah, like forty episodes in like three months. Crazy. Holy cow! Although it did seem like fast to probably record a studio segment. You just got to get the audience in there almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I even talked to somebody once who was on the Legends of the Hidden Temple show. And hmm. he said, like, the studio audiences that come in are just touring the studio. So they're there for, like, maybe 15 yeah. to 20 minutes. And then they then they move on. And they then a new group of people sits down as well. So possibly yeah. it's not the same audience for many of the episodes. Very strange. Yeah. You really hit the jackpot on that wienerizer segment, like if you're in that audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man, that was so cool. Like the whole uh, Nickelodeon Studios that you could go there and this, like the whole interactiveness of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man. This is like one of those shows where you actually feel the energy, you know, of the, yeah. of the crowds and stuff. It's really neat. Yeah, I mean, just like sure. Guts, you know, and just like Legends, it's great like all of these yeah. guys yeah it does feel good watching it uh any other trivia <laughs> this is probably obvious but uh dotty on spring break is of course uh mtv spring break judge dotty judge judy i love dotty i love lucy bowie's world of wayne's world no, oh yes yeah. <laughs> run through those <laughs> <laughs> uh cool well let's move to stray observations yeah um, one thing I wanted to note was, um, at the beginning of the episode, when Dottie says, uh, in the note that it says people want more Dottie, uh, <laughs> one kid in the audience could be heard just, like, cracking up. Oh, yes, uh, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I want more Dottie! I can see it now. 24. I love that. Like, wow. Yes. Just nailed that joke. Yeah, like, that kid loved that joke. Yeah. And I'm sure the producers love that. Like, get this kid oh, back yeah. in here. Yeah. <laughs> Put a microphone on that kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mentioned it, but Andrew, did. I, I'm wondering if you caught it. The name of the Wienerville band? Oh, man. I mean, I just didn't note it because... Uh, no, cocktail Frank and his weenies. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and that might be my favorite Mark character. I just love him ripping on the guitar. That is good. Yeah. <laughs> the color of Mark's baseball jersey changes. Like, it mm. goes from the white that it was in this episode, and sometimes it goes to gray. Um, the set looks a little different. Like, 
the Ratville episode, Dottie's green building, it doesn't have any bricks drawn on it. And the shade on top of the window doesn't exist either. Also, Mark's Playland um, suit, it's yellow in that episode. Very interesting. Interesting, yeah. Let's see, and there is four episodes with... um, Are you guys familiar with the movie Little Giants? Oh, yeah. Okay, in the beginning of that movie, um, young... Young, uh, who is uh, Ed O'Neill's character? What's his name? Um, I don't think I know anybody's name from it now. Let me see. Al Bundy. <laughs> Al <Yeah>. Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Kevin O'Shea. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's there's like a there's like in the beginning of the movie where they're kids. Um, the kid who plays young Kevin O'Shea is on Wienerville, and he plays the executive producer of the show his name is kevin lmnop <laughs> i think he's like a local orlando child actor and he's in this movie uh, that's weird. it's basically yeah. based on the producer of the show his name is kevin k uh, oh oh kevin yeah and so um he makes like four appearances okay. and that's about mostly i think some of the stuff i remember from the show yeah. Yeah. cool so I hope those surface somehow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be sure. Yeah, uh, Dottie has a few nameplates on her desk. Uh, besides Dottie and Mayor, did you catch the third one? I didn't catch yeah. the third one. I didn't either. <laughs> Top banana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't catch that one. No. <laughs> uh, who does Dottie say to move over? Like when she's getting her channel ready, who does she say should move over? Oh, Ted Turner. Ted Turner. Ah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just this is just a line from Zip that I thought was pretty funny. Uh, how right you are, naturally blonde one. <laughs> uh, speaking of a line, uh, Dottie describes Elizabeth Hess. As these three things, the same as her. Yeah, I remember it, but I, I, don't, I don't. You know. want me to guess? Uh, sure. Beautiful, blonde. Yeah. Yep. And bodacious. And bodacious. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys catch what time I Love Dottie airs? Uh, eight thirty. Yeah. Uh, what day? Do you know? Wednesdays. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Did you guys notice that this is probably the same thing in multiple episodes, but the department where the wienerizer is stored? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wink? Is that what you're Uh, saying? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Wienerville Immigration and Naturalization Center. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh, And who brings out the wienerizer? Bernie. Yes. Oh, Bernie. I made a little I made a little Bernie Sanders meme out of that. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you guys. Yes, please. Uh, well, this is, you know, just an observation. Um, in the Clyde Crash Up cartoon, um, there's a Whoa. photo there's a photo of him in his high school class. And the high school class says 1906. Which means when 
Clyde would have been 70 when uh, this cartoon aired? It just seemed like <laughs> it just seemed wrong. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I mean, uh, when it originally aired, he would have been what, like 50? No, six or something. It aired in 61. <laughs> uh, yeah. What What year was he born? Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So but even still, that seems a little <laughs> like he's like Mr. Burns. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of Clyde Crash Cup, oh, good. Uh, did, you, <laughs> did you guys uh, note where Clyde Muscatel Crash Cup was born? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> On a grape vineyard in Fresno, California. Ah. Oh. Uh, did you guys catch the names of the wienerized audience members? Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> no, not either. It was Jody and Annie. Ah, they did a great job. You know, I was yeah. I was thinking, are you those catapults? It, it it's not really a matter of like skill, as much as it's just whatever catapult is like just shooting further. Is that like yeah, it does. Up? <laughs> <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. Um, like I wonder what hat. Like if when they're pulling that cord. Is that making the catapult go, or is there like someone behind the scenes kind of controlling the action? I'd like to yeah. think that it is someone behind the scenes, but it would be cool if the audience members actually did hold the yeah. catapult back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's so neat how it's miniature and they actually got almost every shot on point, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you know what? Speaking of that, uh, did you guys also notice that the kid at the end? Smashed a pie in his mom's face. Oh heck yeah! Yeah, he did. <laughs> Mark Mark loved it too. He was like, singing about it. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, well, let's move on to ratings. Uh, this episode does not have any score on IMDb or TV.com, um, mm. so no no official you know ratings like we usually have. Um, but. Out of five Kreb stars, what did uh, you give DTV? Um, well, we'll see how you guys feel about this. But I gave the the episode as a whole, I gave it 3.5 out of 5. But if I were to only grade the Wienerville segments, I'd give it a 4.5 out of 5. Whoa! Um, Wait, hold, hold on. <laughs> so so what's your actual score? Uh my score of like the episode to- in totality is three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I loved the Wienerville segments. Like I was laughing at them. It just was like, re- I just don't remember that much energy, but there's a lot of energy in there. Um, and, but I had to deduct half a point for each cartoon because they're just so <laughs> unbearable. Only a half a point. <laughs> well, you know. That sounds about fair, really. Yeah. I mean, really, I, mean it's, I, I could give or take the cartoon shorts, really. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just like obvious how much uh, care and uh, love went into making this show. And um, it's really fun. The Wienerville segments, you know. I, I completely agree with you too. Yeah, I would give it about a four as well. Nice. Four golden hot dogs. <laughs> yes, golden <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> um oh boy, I don't want to be a downer. Um <laughs> I mean 
Yeah, be yeah, honest. Give it to be us. Honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm giving this uh, 2.75 silver hot dogs. Uh-huh. Um, I also love the Wienerville segments. I, I, I think mainly what I'm giving it to for giving the points for is like just how creative and like you said, kind of like a labor of love. You can tell it is like they really had yeah. fun making it. I really did not do not did not when I was a kid and still do not like the choice of cartoons. Uh, yeah. I don't like how much time the cartoons take up of the, I mean, oh, you know, nearly 50% of the episode. Uh, and I love that they had the Clarissa cast on. I wish they would have found a way to utilize it a little more, like to beef that up. Cause that was so fun to see like the Nickelodeon yeah. mashup. It, I mean, those moments were so rare to see two Nickelodeon shows combined. So like both, I love that, but also was kind of like a little, like underwhelmed with what they did with it. Um, so um, yeah, I kind of wish they would have done a two parter, like you said earlier, that would have been a really great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should give it a three, but I, yeah, I don't know. Wiener, Wienerville is not a place. It's not a show that like holds a special place in my heart, despite the fact that like, when I think about it, it kind of makes me happy. And like Mark, Mark Wiener himself definitely makes me happy to think about. Like, seems like just like such a silly guy. And the fact that I see the stuff he's posting on the website definitely like makes me like him even more. Oh yeah. Um, Totally awesome guy. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, just, just not my cup of tea, but I can uh, totally appreciate like what Wienerville was just the fact that there was a, sh- I mean, should we talk about the fact that there was a show called Wienerville for kids? I mean, <laughs> I know it's, his, I know it's his name, but <laughs> like Nickelodeon also approved it. Like, yeah, you can just make as many Wiener puns as possible, like <laughs> hot dogs. And uh, yeah. it seems kind of uh, progressive. You know, it's actually uh, very interesting too. side note. Uh, Mark Wiener is a vegan now. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. So probably soy dogs now, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Soy silver and golden hot dogs. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, cool. Uh, do you want to name the episode? Sure. Um, man, I've been going back and forth on this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with all Dottie all the time. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah, that's a really good one. All Dottie all the time. Cool. Uh, what did you have, uh, Manny? I would say party on down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Party on down. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dottie explains it all. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, of that course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too obvious or no i, no, actually, I perfectly clever <laughs> yeah okay. didn't occur to me i'm annoyed about that i guess uh, uh well we'll post those on um instagram and uh people can vote i'm trying to remember who won uh the last time around i think andrew whatever your title was oh no 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 max's title won for guardian's curse with the tale yeah. of mummy and daddy <laughs> okay, and uh, my title one for um, Silent Servant, which was the tale of the Corn Stalker. 
Mm. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, so we'll <laughs> we'll post those. Uh, you, you you maybe do a letter here. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this letter is from Monica, and I believe this is her first time emailing us. Uh, she says, hey there, Gut Buckets. I've been listening to your podcast for the past couple of years, and it's definitely an understatement when I say I love your podcast. Born in 87. Uh-huh. <laughs> born in 87. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and calculate my age. I would definitely consider myself a 90s kid. Even though I love the 90s in general, 90s Nickelodeon was definitely my jam. Growing up, most of my friends didn't have cable TV, so my house became the cool house with the Nickelodeon shows and the P- and the PC computer, with games like Doom, <laughs> with games like Doom Two, Jazz Jackrabbit, The Secret of Monkey Island, just to name a few. I feel like everybody kind of had that friend. Yeah, and th- yeah. That, that was you, Andrew. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, like definitely the P. I feel like you had more PC games than anybody else I knew. Yeah, that may be true. Uh, my favorite show of all time is Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because I love all things scary. I was really glad to find your podcast and how in-depth you go with the Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. My favorite episodes would have to be The Tale of Laughing in the Dark, The Tale of Midnight Madness, and The Tale of the Super Specs. All written by Chloe Brown, a pen name DJ McHale used. What? You didn't know that? <laughs> I also... <Love> <laughs> I also have to praise the amazing editing in the podcast with the music, clips from the actual show, inserts of old Nickelodeon commercials. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. (laughs) Uh, I've enjoyed the episodes where you talk about something else from the 90s. I love the Twilight Zone episode and favorite 90s TV shows episodes. Um, she says she thought she'd reach out, say how much she enjoyed the podcast. She says she looks forward to hearing future episodes and keeping the 90s Nickelodeon alive. Don't hold your breath, Monica. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. Great letter. That was love very that. nice. Yeah, always nice to hear from new people. Um, yeah. Well, um, I, you know what? Before we wrap up, Manny... Besides Wienerville, like what else on '90s Nick was kind of where? What else were you into? I really liked. Um, let's see, my age. <laughs> I was born in '86, so I was about eight years old, nine years old. Wienerville came yeah. out, so I really enjoyed. Um, hey, dude, Legends was always my favorite. Yeah, I enjoyed Doug, a little bit of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, any any Ren and Stimpy I could take, I guess. Keenan and Kel and all that. Mm-hmm. was fantastic and who didn't like snick you know yeah oh yeah rugrats i could always go back to that i i can you know now that i'm older i could go i could always go back to rugrats and i would just catch certain things about that show that's like wow that's very funny actually like the adults yeah. are funnier to watch in that show sometimes yeah yeah I, you know we haven't even brought it up but that new did you see the new trailer for the new rugrats andrew I, no Oh, I saw yeah. pictures of it. It's amazing that they're 3D. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be on Paramount Plus, which has pretty much, I think, kind of is now carrying all the Nickelodeon shows. Um, and yeah, it's like a kind of what we were making fun of with like Paw Patrol, but like it's a three <laughs> three dimensional um, take on the Rugrats. Most of the original voice actors are back, mm-hmm. um, obviously, besides the people who have not passed away. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks, it kind of looks I, like, I didn't think I'd like it, but I think it kind of looks cool. And I think there's based on our interview with um, Melanie Chartoff, I'm guess she said she's not on it. So I'm guessing there's going to be some kind of maybe twist with the parents or I don't know. Yeah. Really? I'm looking at the uh, pictures right now. It, it, actually, the animation looks cooler than I was anticipating. Yeah. Oh, so it looks it looks good then? Well, that's just one man's opinion. Okay. <laughs> I'll check it out for myself then. That sounds neat. Usually I'm pretty skeptical about this stuff. So when I saw it and didn't hate it, I'm like, well, that, that's probably a good sign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so Paramount Plus is carrying. I mean, they uh, launched the new SpongeBob movie. Um, plus, there's a new SpongeBob series, like um, Sponge. It's like when they're. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like when they're kids. I think it's called Camp. Oh, um, yeah. Camp Camp or something. Yeah. So, a huh. whole bunch of Nickelodeon stuff happening on Paramount Plus, which I don't have, but uh, we'll probably be forced to try as soon as wienerville gets on there yeah i'll be sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah it isn't i mean mean, wienerville's a show that hasn't really found a carrier ever yeah i mean pete and pete isn't even on there yet so i'm hoping for that to come on as well because that was another great show for sure yeah um yeah it's interesting that wienerville's not on anything because i feel like in the 90s wienerville was one of the most rerun shows it was always on in the afternoon most definitely Mm. I mean, that's how yeah. I caught it, too. So, yeah. Um, OK, well, Andrew, what are we talking about next time? I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. Uh, next time we're going to present our original Nick show pitches. Yep. So what uh, we would do, you know, if we had our own shot at a show. Yeah. We're Mark Wiener. We get to pitch Nickelodeon our own show. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're, we're coming up with our own original concepts. We'll give you the show title, the characters, what the show's about, the premise, time slot. <laughs> um, we're and it'll be it'll be a real cast of friends. We're gonna have a whole bunch of people who have been on in the past. Um, if you have a show idea, like a show that you think should have aired in the nineties nineties, Nick, um, send it to us. So different ways you can get a hold of us. Uh, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast, Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. But if you're gonna shoot us either a message or an audio recording, we're happy to play an audio recording on the episode. You can email us um, at Orange uh, Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com, just like Monica did. Um, so please share your ideas. Um, the goal is to kind of have as many as possible and just have like a fun talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, leave us a review that helps other people find us. Um, and Manny, thanks so much for coming on uh, for the first time. Uh, hopefully, not last. Yeah, I, I hope to come back. I, I yeah. had a really great time. Super, yeah, awesome. super insightful. Yeah, I mean, you really brought it with the uh, knowledge. No problem. I I want to come across as humble too, and not as a know-it-all. So, <laughs> my oh, apologies no. if I came across as that. <laughs> oh no, of course not. Um, well, uh, yeah, that was a great time, and we hope we'll see all you wieners next. But time. now you're coming home to stay, hot dog. Soon everything will be alright, hot dog. We're gonna have a ball tonight. I got a pocket full of dimes. It's gonna be just like old times, hot dog. 
I was going to give that a try at the start and I thought better of it. I'm like, nah, I don't think I can pull it off. (laughs) Tomorrow on the Tomorrow People, Megabyte's dad has a surprise for everyone, including Megabyte, when the original adventure of the Tomorrow People continues. Tomorrow at 6 p.m., 5 Central, only on Nick. On Nick. Now, stay tuned for Beetlejuice, next on Nick. Nickelodeon Wienerville is taped in front of a live studio audience in Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios, Florida. Who 